Hi everyone, I'm Shelby Daniel and this is Our Story Plugged In. In this episode, team member Liza Kotler sits down with Julia Corbett, a senior at FCRH. They talk a little bit about Julia's involvement in the theater groups on Fordham's campus and the importance of taking the space and time you need to figure out what truly makes you happy, both through trial and error and the help of others. Hi everyone, this is Liza from the Our Story team and I'm here with Julia. Julia, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, uh... Hi, I'm Julia Corbett. <laughs> so I wanted to ask, what is your favorite Fordham memory? So the first one is, so I got in onto the stand-up team my sophomore year. And I remember I was like super, super nervous going into the audition room and like didn't think they would laugh at all. And I remember like telling the first joke and hearing Kevin O'Malley, who was like my comedy icon, laugh at it. And I was like, oh, I'm ready. We can do this now. <laughs> Um, and then the second one is the first show I ever did for stand-up. It was, like, the most packed I've, like, ever seen the black box. And just, like, going up on stage and, like, I don't know, doing a show uh, on, like, the same stage that I've, like, seen people do stuff that I loved. It was very cool. That's awesome. Um, what has your, like, theater experience at Fordham been like? Where to start, <laughs> Liza? <laughs> I know, oh, I boy, know. Oh boy, um, my all right. So the first thing I ever did at Fordham was a ten-minute play that it was like top one acts. It was a ten-minute play directed by this girl who ended up being my roommate for all like for three years of college, and um, it had Charles Buscarino and Alex Mandelakis in it, and it was like a ten-minute version of Hamlet. And we were all just like running around like screaming Shakespeare and then the play was over and that was it. <laughs> and then I started, I've actually like done mostly stage managing, like my freshman and sophomore year. So I stage managed uh, Kinder Transport, which was through Top, and then Blythe Spirit, which was also through Top. And then I didn't like start directing until a friend of mine, Sean Coffey, was supposed to direct The Heiress, but then he had to leave school and I was on top board at the time and no one else wanted to direct the show. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing anything for the next two months. I guess I can sign up and do it. And then ended up like loving it. And that ended up being like the only thing that I wanted to do from now on. Yeah. That's so much fun. What has been <laughs> your favorite show that you've like directed or assistant directed? Oh, me and um, Mark Simeon uh, did Rosencrantz and Guildenstern around this time last year. And it was just, there was, like, no supervision whatsoever. We were literally just, like, two toddlers, like, running around telling people to do things. And it's, it's like, a ridiculous show to begin with. Like, it's just, like, a parody of Hamlet, basically. And so it was, like, totally ridiculous. And it was, like, mostly comedy and, like, improv. And we told the cast to just do, like, whatever they wanted. And it was with a bunch of my friends who were seniors at the time. So it was, like, their last show at Fordham. And we were totally just, like, do literally anything you want on stage. <laughs> And then we like put it on and people were like, oh, yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, good. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think. Do you like, so you said you like act, or directing. Like, where do you think mm. like that comes from? Like, why, why is that what you like to do? I think I like the idea of acting, but I have really bad stage fright. And so <laughs> directing <laughs> is like. <laughs> All of, like, the fun part that I think acting is, but never having to do anything in front of people. <laughs> um, also, I I think I just really like um, 
like getting inside of characters heads and kind of trying to figure out like where they're coming from why they like phrase things the way that they do it's kind of like like real world like literary analysis in a way which like was something I always like loved in school but then sort of taking that and then putting it into like a real world setting and also I've also like just love like psychology and the idea of like getting into people's heads yeah. I definitely agree. I've I'm like super fascinated by like serial killers and cults and yeah, people. I exactly. think it's super weird, but I'm like, ooh, fun. <laughs> yeah. A great time all around. Um, how do you think like your theater experience has like translated to the real world? Well, okay. So two things. I think stand up has definitely helped me with like public speaking and stuff, which used to be something that I was like so like comically bad at, like just absolutely put me in front of an audience I would be like literally the worst (laughs) and like wouldn't be able to say anything like I remember like doing presentations in high school and like literally not being able to like string two words together but then like doing stuff in college like after having like been on stage in the black box and it just being like the most easy and natural thing in the world so I think that has helped me with public speaking but then also taught me to like kind of just like go with the flow and be open to Um, like not preparing as much as you think that you need to. And then that ends up like some of my best sets were ones that like I didn't like plan a lot in beforehand. And I think that's like helped me like, I don't know, like uh, be like less controlling (laughs) in like the real world. And then directing, I think it's definitely helped me like in terms of like if I don't like the way someone's doing something like if I'm angry at someone and I'll like it it helps me like take a minute and be like okay well what are they going through right now like you need to kind of like think about like maybe something's going on in their life and you need to like take a step back and try and see it from their perspective can you think of like a specific time where you kind of like stopped yourself and were like I need to be more open to the situation I need to be like more conscious of that I guess well so recently I've been like applying to literally every job on the face of the planet (laughs) um uh so I think that's helped me like instead of being like this is like the one thing that I want to do and only applying to those like specific positions it's kind of helped me like take a step back and be like well like how can you apply what you know to like other things or like how can you spin the skills that you have to fit to like what they're looking for so like being more open in terms of like what I can see myself doing as a career, I guess. And then like also just like putting myself out there, like applying for things that like, I don't even think that like in a million years I would get. <laughs> and just being like, you know, I, it doesn't, nothing really matters. And <laughs> just <laughs> Quarantine I'm sure has not yeah. helped with that. <laughs> Literally nothing matters. Like... Me showing up to any online class. I'm like, nothing matters. Why are we, <laughs> we don't need to be here. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think uh, it's helped me definitely like get like a better understanding of like what I can do and maybe like give myself like more self-confidence in that regard. A little bit more credit, you know, I think everyone needs to do that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you think of an experience in college where you didn't do that? Like you weren't very open minded or like didn't give yourself that credit? Yeah, um, they're the worst stand-up show I'd ever had was um I think it was like my second show I was uh it was like a PowerPoint presentation or no it it was 
never mind. It was the, like, after the first year I was on stand-up. It was, it's always the PowerPoint shows. I don't know why are, like, consistently <laughs> the most nerve-wracking thing in the entire world. Um, but I used to, like, word for word write out what I was going to say on stage and become, like, super prepared in that regard. But on the flip side of that, if I didn't feel like I had enough time to prepare, I was then just, like, a nervous wreck for the rest of literally the week leading up to it. So I want to say it was like tech week for another show that I was working on because of course it always is during yeah, <laughs> the presentation. It's never at a convenient time for me personally. Um, <laughs> but I like didn't feel like I had any time to prepare and I wasn't comfortable with like kind of like improvising on stage. And I remember like missing a word that I was going to say and just like totally freezing on stage for what I well, was probably only like two seconds, but felt like <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> and just being like, I like, how am I going to recover from this? How am I going to recover from this? But then during Pippin, uh, there was a stand up show that same weekend. And it was also a PowerPoint show, of course. <laughs> and I didn't have like anything prepared. And I was kind of like, you know, it doesn't matter. And then just like went up on stage. And I think that was like one of my best sets where like I just didn't prepare a single word of what I was going to say. So it's kind I remember of like, you. I remember yeah. you making that like 10 minutes before and being like, it's whatever. <laughs> I was on like flu medicine. Like I was yeah. not together. Um, but it was kind of cool being on stage at that moment and like kind of just like totally improvising and being like, oh, like had I done this even a year ago, I would have been like flop sweating on stage, just like in the fetal <laughs> position. So that was kind of <laughs> No, I definitely agree. I think, I think theater is something that definitely does that for a lot of people. Um, mm. me included, I definitely think. Um, how do you think like your Fordham theater, but spe- wow, your Fordham theater experience specifically like helped you in the rest of your life at Fordham? I guess it, it kind of relates back to your other question about, like, I think it helped me, like, with, like, presentation skills. And then also, oh, like, okay, I, I was trying to remember, like, what I meant by, uh, like, getting in other people's shoes. Like, group projects, especially after doing stuff at theater. Like, in high school, group projects were, like, the bane of my existence. But then after, like, doing so many things with, like, other people at college, I was like, oh, group projects are actually the easiest thing in the entire world <laughs> now. Because you get so used to working with a group of people, especially, like, if you're on, like, a creative team. Like, working with a group of people and, like, understanding, like, where they're coming from and sort of working with each other's strengths in that regard. What has been your favorite creative team that you were on? Oh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. It was um, me, my very good friend, Mark Simeon, uh, Sarah Huffman, and Annika Fagerstrom. And no like I none of us like understood the script at the beginning so it was truly just there was like two weeks where we hadn't cast the show yet it was just us hanging out (laughs) just like trying to figure out like what we wanted the show to be but it usually ended with like us just like making like stupid meme references and (laughs) like it was it was and I think that like super helped the show where like we were all so close by the time we ended up casting it um it was really just like super fun and it just felt like like a group of people hanging out like there was no real like pressure to put on like some huge like artistic thing it was just like us being like yeah let's go to dealey 206 and like mess around for two hours (laughs) we'll just see what happens (laughs) i love that um who has been like the most influential person in your like theater experience and why 
It could be someone you worked with. It could be someone you don't even know, like a playwright or something. In terms of like friendship and on then also in terms of theater, I think Mark probably because he, he was also someone who like was like, just don't be super stressed. Like if you the more you stress yourself out, the more the worse the product's going to be, if that makes sense. So kind of like because all the other creative teams I'd been on up until like working with him was like very like also stage managing because that was like what I had done before but it was very like everyone needs to be here like at this time we need to do this by this point and then this point and then this point this point and then working on the heiress with him and also Sarah again I think (laughs) um we were all kind of like it'll get done when it gets done we'll just figure it out and I think that really helped like the end product and I think um Sarah Huffman as well and sort of te- the opposite of Mark, but <laughs> being like, sometimes you do need to have schedules and deadlines, and being like, thank you, Queen, <laughs> love of my life. <laughs> Even just Keep like in like track. like personal thing, like working on homework and stuff. She's like, have you done that yet? And I'm like, yeah, I'll get around to it. And she's like, but you like, can you do that though? Like, can you work on it though? And I'm like, <laughs> so kind of the balance of like improvising and like being super laid back, but then also understanding like deadlines and um sort of like how your actions then reflect the rest of the process if that makes sense like if you're super laid back like right now that just means you have to do more work later and she was the person who was very much like Julia I need you to sit down and understand (laughs) that at some point (laughs) we need to write something down (laughs) (laughs) um can you think of an experience that you've had like outside of theater that's combined those two things Okay, so right now, like, I'm back in my hometown, and I've been doing, like, um, freelance writing stuff for this, uh, like, news outlet in my town, and, uh, which has been very, I've been, like, very Sarah recently, where I'm like, all right, I have a very specific deadline, what are my deadlines, I need to get this done by a certain time, but then also, um, like, I've never done, like, journalism before or anything, Um, so kind of improvising in the sense of, like, having very strict questions and then kind of doing what you're doing with like kind of building off of what people said and then trying to like imagine a different way of like viewing the story. That's super cool. What's your favorite thing you've written so far? I just, all right. So I'm last week I wrote this article about, (laughs) this is so dumb. Um, (laughs) It's, it's about, uh, um, there was this, uh so there are like two grocery stores in my town and it was comparing and contrasting like the different like health and safety measures that they're taking and I don't know why I just like really liked writing it for some like I just got <laughs> so into it it was like so boring to read I assume and but I just like got so into writing it um yeah <laughs> also, were you like gi- were you given that story or did you No, it was it? I, I pitched it so I think that was also cool where it was like something that I pitched that then got picked and then like sort of being this given the space to kind of work on it. What inspired you to pick that? Um, so do you have uh, market baskets where you live? Where are you from? I've heard of it. I'm from yeah. Connecticut, but I've definitely oh, okay. heard of it. Yeah. So market basket at the time, now other grocery stores in the area are doing it too. They were only allowing like 120 people in the store at a time. So there would be all these like really angry Facebook posts from like people in my town about how there would be like they're only allowing like a small number of people in the store 
But then outside of the store, there would be this absolutely insane line of people waiting to get into the store. And like everyone was like super close together in the line. <laughs> like there was no distancing defeating whatsoever. Defeating the whole purpose. Yeah, defeating the entire <laughs> purpose. And so kind of just like reading Facebook and being like, why are people so angry right now? And I'd be like, I'm going to go over and look. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, how has like being a journalist now, like how has that been? I'm gonna call you a journalist. Oh no, I <laughs> please don't. <laughs> um, it's been really cool. I think I've never I've written a lot of like creative stuff mostly. Like um, like I wrote that show for FET, and then I've taken like a lot of screenwriting classes at Fordham, and then I did like some other like playwriting stuff in high school. So this was kind of like the first like nonfiction stuff that I've ever written. Um, so it's cool to be able to like write stuff that then people are gonna use to like then inform how they see things around them. What do you think has been, to go back to your theater experience, because mm. clearly that's a very big part of your college experience and like your life in general, but like what do you think the biggest lesson you've learned aside from like what Mark and Sarah have taught you? Like what do you think the biggest lesson is that you've taken from that? Like, uh, I guess to, like, have pride in your work and to take credit for things that you think you've done well. And um, really, I did think just, like, to even, like, think more creatively, like, think about how, like, how to show different things without actually, how do I want to phrase this? Yeah, I think just, like, how to tell, like, different methods of storytelling and how um like the different ways you can tell a story that have like different impacts on people but mostly I think to like take pride in your work and to be um proud of things you've worked on and to how to work in a team in like a larger scope what do you think the biggest lesson you've taken from Fordham has been like as a senior sorry to bring that up but like (laughs) as a senior how do you think like your experience has been at Fordham and like what you've taken from that in the sense of like how like underfunded like theater stuff is and then also kind of for me personally my academic advisor has been like kind of all over the place um I kind of like that especially like I think coming out of high school you kind of come in expecting that someone's gonna like hold your hand and tell you how to do something I really like that in the sense of how disorganized it is, I like that Fordham <laughs> has sort of taught me to be like, okay, what do I need to do for myself? What do I need to do to help the people around me? Because I don't know that the institution is necessarily going to do that. Um, so I think in, in a, give me, given like a greater sense of freedom and in that, given me a, like a greater sense of like ownership over like what to do with my time and then like how to find things that like bring me joy I think kind of going back to like the question you just asked I think don't in like times of like quarantine and then also in times of like school I think it's important to like kind of take the space you need to figure out like what makes you happy and don't be afraid to pursue that even if um it doesn't necessarily, if, even if you're like, oh, I should be like, like for like an internship, I should be doing something like productive, quote unquote. I think definitely give yourself space to find out like what makes you happy and not necessarily 
what other people think you should be doing with your time if that makes sense I like that no that's definitely good and definitely a lesson I still need to learn <laughs> no girl no me as well I like <laughs> I don't practice what I preach. That would be insane. <laughs> That'd be too easy. That'd be know? too easy. That would be far too easy. <laughs> God forbid any of us make our lives easy. Literally. Literally. But thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Social Impact Storytelling for the latest news. If you're interested in joining the R Story team in the fall and have questions about the program, you can reach out at rstory at fordham.edu.